What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news, the trendiest topics with a touch of what, Terence? Humor. Humor, yeah. man. Yeah. And and yeah, it's been a I wouldn't say a humorous week lah, but mm. it's been a an interesting week. Uh, about I guess the one thing that we cannot run away from lah, COVID. Yeah. A lot of uh. I think you know you know the last podcast we were, we we thought we were just covering yet another COVID topic lah, but yeah. I think the conversation has just like like just expanded into a the basic public consciousness lah right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember during the podcast you asked me like uh what what do I feel and I said I feel anxious but feels like people are not really feeling that anxious uh, but over the past yeah. few days lo and behold yeah man yeah people yeah. are feeling it man yeah but before we jump right into into that first topic which is yeah. related to all this uh, something I just wanna, close to your heart right something yeah. close to your heart I just want to give a big <laughs> shout out I mean this is part of our plug you know I asked the last time if you love this podcast to come onto our subreddit you know be part of the the movement uh, the Yalabad movement the, the movement to just you know, re- go back to normal conversations with friends and people, and and, and join our our subreddit lah. And, and and actually, more importantly, just to get us past the one point one point four k members mark to one point five k lah. And, and and resoundingly, you know, <laughs> I think twenty five people responded to the call, and now we have one thousand five hundred twenty four members, which like and Terrence, uh, yeah, yeah, I sleep and much Terrence better. Can finally night. sleep. I sleep yeah. much better at night now. Yeah, in a piece one point five. It's like, it's like it's just, I don't know, it's just something about 1.4 versus 1.5, like, big big mental leap, uh, you know? Mm, it's like when you're 34 and 35, la. you turn 35, Correct. you're already yes. in the second yeah. half of yeah. your 30s. Yeah, and then 1.4 to 1.5, you can say one and a half. 1.4, you can't say one and a half, you know, you're one point something, over 1K, you know? No, then you have to throw in the around one and a half, la, you know? Yeah, around yeah. one, one and a half. Thousand, yeah, yeah. One thing. and a half but, thousand. No, but, but it's fantastic, la. it's cool, because like, it just so happens our yeah our subreddit is super active at this at this moment, uh, which also yeah. is is also related to what we're talking for our first topic, which is, which is uh around. I mean, like it's funny because yesterday when we wanted to record it, we we're like, okay, it's, we've spoken about COVID. Let's find something else. But we woke up this morning yeah. on Thursday. It has it all things have led back to COVID related news lah, yeah, and. Uh, uh. Uh, I guess a few things that stand out. One is the 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 how you say it, the demand for ivermectin trickling down to Singapore and getting public, mm. and also some some announcements by MOH lah about the way they report the numbers daily. Yeah, yeah, that's fresh off the fresh off the uh, the press as well, lah, right? Fresh off the press, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess to to begin with, I mean. It was announced uh, yesterday on Wednesday, 8 September, that MOH will stop providing info on the number of linked and unlinked cases uh, twice a day. Mm. And it'll just be uh, once a day. And it will be announced, uh, I think, the num- it'll be a bit more concise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, and, and this was off the bat of a series of announcements the past week that have made people... Honestly, like, feel like, wait, wait, what's what's going on? Because there was a plan that we were told we were going to live with uh, the COVID being endemic. Cases are going to rise, but we're going to stay open. And then now there's, there's increasing chatter la, of mm. people feeling a little uneasy la, about, oh, shit, are we going to be re- increasing restrictions again? La? Yeah, yeah. 
That's right. I and mean, you're, you're you're coming from a place where you see a lot of news about it, like right, a lot of yeah, a lot of correct. different news chatter. But you know where we you know where I was starting to notice that people were getting uneasy. Where it's on Facebook, bro. It's like all the, you know, all those people that you know in life, ah, uh, those people who like. They treat Facebook like their personal LinkedIn page, and then they're always talking mm. about what volunteer work they do. You know how many mm. how many packs of food that they delivered to people during COVID. All that all these people who you know they are grassroots people. They, they volunteer for grassroots. They worship. Mm. They worship one of the ministers in their ward. That kind of thing. Those mm. people are coming forward and saying, you know, the MTF is doing a good job, but you know, that's what they're doing mm. now. They're doing it publicly on Facebook. So. There is dissension in the in the ranks of the PAP lovers, <laughs> so I'm telling you, it's this is not just like the 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 thirty percent that is making noise. It's everyone else also, you know. And that's how you keep your finger on the pulse, like, right? Yeah. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I said <laughs> no, it. But this is the, the I just said it in a very polite way, like, I have a very much less polite way of saying it, but I, I, because I know there are kids listening as well, I would say that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now now you care about the kids. Uh? Now I you do. care about the kids. Remember, someone said that because I, our last our last podcast uh, sponsor was about you know you know about oh yeah, shaving certain <laughs> nether regions and all, so they couldn't let the kids listen to the the first five minutes of the podcast or something. Oh yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope they just skipped past and and didn't just uh, stop playing then yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. But you know, like for for those people that you mentioned, because I I normally get like updates from Terence on the the pulse of Facebook lah. So mm. so he's got his eyes and ears on the mm, Facebook ground. Mm, mm. But for those people that you mentioned, right, at any point over the past year and a half, have you seen them kind of like express any form of doubt with the with the government's uh, stance lah? Never, yeah. I'm. Th- I mean, never, we're, never. We're talking about civil servants, and then they publicly post about praying for Lee Hsien Long. And the health of mm. our ministers and stuff like that, you know, so so mm. it's really hardcore supporters, like yeah, yeah. And I also have noticed a bit more where people try and be polite, like you can tell it's like almost you know when when for me when Joe Rogan spoke about Ivermectin, they're like ah mm. fuck, yeah. You know, it almost feels like they are in a similar position with regards to the MTF and the government's approach. Like, because though, yeah. don't get me wrong, I think they they have my trust, uh, to 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 a large extent based on how it's been going this past. Uh, 12 months and given the situation around the world but now I also feel like hey yo yeah. wasn't that the plan yeah, yeah, what's going yeah. on now yeah and then, right. and then like people like just sharing memes of like oh three weeks ago Gan Kim Yong said this and then this is what they're announcing to, on, on Monday on Monday they announced that we might go back into if, if numbers go up again we might go back into heightened measures or circuit breaker it was three yeah. weeks ago like we won't go back to heightened measures anymore you know <laughs> yeah so that's why I mean, like, if the reality is the cases are, are spiking and there might be a risk of swamping our ICUs and health system, I guess that's inevitable uh, that we might have to go undergo restrictions. But I guess mm. the thing is because there's one thing about if we were previously facing lockdowns and restrictions and everyone uh, suck thumb, they just go and do it. But because of the vaccination thing also, uh, mm. you know, like we're now I think still the most vaccinated country in the world by percentage mm. and. I'm sure everyone who had even the slightest, I mean, a lot of people who had some doubt of the vaccine, they just said, you know what, fuck it, let's do it. We are, we are a team, you know, National Day. Yeah, fuck yeah, you know, like uh, we all get vaccinated because we are a whole and we have a plan uh, and it is part of the process to getting the virus to be endemic and for us to go on with our lives. Uh. Yeah. But then now, uh, when there's a bit of a backtrack, that's where, that's where it gets scary because 
if you go to the tell anti-vax WhatsApp groups and all, mm. it's just very fertile ground for conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and I guess that is manifesting itself in like a, a higher demand for ivermectin, la, which has now entered the main, the news, the mainstream news in Singapore. La. Yeah. Yeah. More, more specifically about people in like organizing bulk buying activities on Telegram. Mm. Yeah, I mean the right. it, it's 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 yeah. I mean from what we know is that the there there haven't been extensive like very good results from studies about ivermectin and how it treats COVID. You know, mm. uh, from 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 the from generally from what I'm reading and all uh. But but at yeah. the same time, you know the. There are people like Joe Rogan, you know, very rich, very connected people who really strongly still believe that that, that it might work, lah. Because uh, uh, as recent as like I think two days ago, he 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 was back on his on his podcast with guests, and uh, yeah, he basically uh, just said that yeah, la, he 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 wasn't taking literally like horse dewormer or anything. He was he went to doctor a doctor, and he's talked to a lot of doctors. Who actually recommended for him to take ivermectin lah? So mm. so it's it's it's. I mean, it's like like I mentioned the last time we talked about Joe Rogan was that he has access to to a lot of doctors with who maybe are even at the cutting edge of of, of you know the what, what kind of medicines that that they give to people to treat COVID. So mm. uh, shouldn't always discount everything he says as crazy, but at the same time, you know, like um, I I, I do hear about. Yeah, like these these conspiracy theory groups in Singapore trying to bog by ivermectin, which is quite crazy. Yeah, yeah. But but what was Joe Rogan's overall take about like how he shat on got shat on by mainstream media? Did he talk uh, about it? Yeah, he was just saying that he was shocked by what CNN was saying that you know basically they just uh, like basically saying that Joe Rogan was endorsing the like, horse dewormer and 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, like, and and but he said like you know I got COVID, but look at me now, I'm I'm, I'm Totally healthy and fine and everything, uh. Uh, mm. So so he's saying that it worked. Uh, it worked for him. Um, I mean, barring the barring the the truth that he is probably healthier than than most people his age and everything because of his you know his workout regime and everything, uh, Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but, he, he just says I'm I'm living proof that yeah, maybe it does work, uh, And and you know everyone who says that I'm crazy or whatever, you know I I've spoken to doctors and, I, and more than one doctor has recommended it to me as well, uh. Oh, but and that's yeah. where it gets scary, lah. Because I think that's the biggest risk of the the government's plans seeming to be a bit flip floppy, yeah. Because you're yeah. losing people's trust, yeah, and yeah. if people lose trust in you, they're gonna look for other shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, that's right. And if you read about the history of ivermectin, right? Like, uh, are you familiar with the its history and and its use in in previous times? No, I'm not not entirely. Yeah, so, I mean, ivermectin was discovered in 1975 by two mm. scientists who eventually won a Nobel Prize for it in 2015. Mm. It came into use, uh, medical use, in 1981. And in 1985, it was approved for human consumption. Yeah. But how it became famous is that it was the core drug to treat river blindness, uh, the river blindness pandemic in, in Africa. Mm. And, and it was very effective at that. Um, and it was like there was a whole big controversy around the pharmaceutical company Merck um, mm. and it was almost like an ethical dilemma should they give free treatment to the patients in Africa or stick to the charge of $6 per treatment and I remember studying about that in my ethics class uh, mm. back when I was a, a young boy mm. uh, about the as a business they had to decide but 
20 years later, it proved to be good for them because it cemented themselves as like, okay, a pharmacy, pharmaceutical company that's trying to do good. Mm. But the tricky thing about ivermectin is that it is considered an inexpensive drug. It's actually used to treat like, um, like for the river blindness, it was given out to millions of patients, Mm. you know. Uh, So as a drug, I think if you read up, it actually feels like, hey, shit, this drug, feels like the downside is not that great when the upside for these sort of diseases have been proven. And that's where I think it gets tricky because hearing from the FDA and now even the Health Sciences Authority in Singapore where they're recommending against it, I think that's 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 the good thing to do because you never want to recommend people to take any form of medicine. Mm. But if you were to Google it, right... I don't know, like it feels like a a a drug that has a has a track record, like, and that's where I think it gets tricky. Because if you want to find facts that would back up the credibility of ivermectin, you can. Mm. Yeah, and then there's the, I mean, okay, uh, this is a could just be a conspiracy theory, like, I'm just putting it out here because it is something I read, like, right? That mm. that they say that yeah, like, it's really about um because COVID 19s vaccinations. Uh, got emergency authorization, right? And that that, that leads yeah. to emergency funding and then that's why they got, got pushed out so fast, right? So yeah. the danger of um, finding a cheap off-the-shelf medicine that actually would be effective against COVID would jeopardize the that emergency funding. Uh, oh. that, that is why... Uh, that, I mean, that's the conspiracy theory of why pharmaceuticals are pushing so hard against uh, something like ivermectin, even though, you know, it's cheap, it's really cheap, it's cheaper than even Panadol and, and, and anything, mm. like, right? So, um, mm. but again, I mean, the the from what I understand, the studies have not been conclusive or have not really shown any real effect. Like. So, 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 yeah. I, I still, I still, I still err on the side of, of the studies and, and uh, rather than, than Joe Rogan saying, oh, you look at me now, I'm so healthy. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking, you can take all the supplements that Joe Rogan takes, but will you look like Joe Rogan? Probably not, no, la, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to look like, you also don't want to look like Joe Rogan, like, you know, like, like, so, like, steroid up and, and roided up and everything. Roided up, uh. Yeah, yeah. But, but then the thing is, so that's where, yeah, that's where it gets tricky because there's no studies that actually say that uh, ivermectin is, is effective, la. But, mm. and even in Singapore, there was something done last year in April, no? Mm. Uh, where there was a study done on 3,000 migrant workers mm. uh, living in Tua South Dormitory where they were testing uh, oral hydroxychloroquine, Mm. uh, povidone, iodine, throat spray, you know the things you take when you have a flu, um, as well as ivermectin. So at first I heard, oh fuck, wait, there were 3,000 migrant workers that had these drugs administered to them in a test. It really Mm. felt like the optics of that was like, that sounds horrible. Mm. Uh, But I guess... Like, I, I don't remember reading about this last year, but ivermectin was one of them. They were given to 617 uh, uh, patients mm. and there was no no justifiable or credible uh, signs that it helped with the treatment. Yeah. But but that's where, yeah, that, that's where like, like what like what you said, the, it's, if it's a cheap drug that uh, the track record taken in human consumption amounts don't seem to be that adverse. Of course, if you take the horse version and you you take the paste and you smear it all over you, you're fucked, right? Mm, 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 mm. But but the tricky thing is here that um that that it seems like a cheap option. The pharmaceutical industry has a history of being kind of fucked up and political, right? Mm. Uh, and that that kind of gives yeah the, the very f- like like fertile ground for all these conspiracy theories, and that's where it gets dangerous because the moment there's doubt. 
in the mainstream consciousness, right? Wow, it's going to be hard to curb this, man. Yeah. And I guess the... I mean, just on the the psycho- psychological... Uh, the psychology of, of how people are thinking now. Uh, I mean, Ong Yi Kung is in Italy for some conference. Oh, yeah, know, minister, and he was just literally photographed yesterday with all the other health ministers without their masks on outdoors, la, you know, in Italy. So And, and without social safety distancing between them in the photo as well. La. So when you see things like that and then you, and then you hear about how, oh, you know, in Singapore it's, it's so scary and there are cases and you know we, if the cases rise again we need to shut down and stuff like that and yeah there, there's a bit of um, mixed messaging going on there like, right yeah uh, it makes and you yeah, and again it makes you it makes you doubt like what they actually say like, right yeah and as recent as two hours ago this is at 8.30am on Thursday mm. another prominent public figure also posted a little bit of doubt do you know who or not who None other than dear Ho Ching. Oh, what did she say now? <laughs> she she reshared a post by MOH that on that on fifth September talked about um yeah, Singapore won't be easing the uh the curbs uh amid spike, but we will no longer chase every single case. You know, the unlinked numbers may not be as relevant, uh, mm. which is about how not all the numbers are going to be reported. So she posted, we are not there yet and unlinked cases are still relevant for the purpose of getting a sense whether we are having a runaway gallop or a steady trot. Mm-hmm. And you read that, right? You're like, wait, this is the, the PM Lee's uh, wife mm. who is not just some random figure and to post something that is kind of questioning the official stance, then you read it, you're like, wait, wait, in, what way was she, in what way was she questioning it yet? Oh, she, no, she's basically... In, Oh, because MOH said they're not announcing unlinked cases, numbers of unlinked cases anymore, like, right? Yeah. And then she yeah. is saying that, hey, no, unlinked cases are still relevant for the purpose of getting a sense. That's why. Uh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Got it. Yeah. So, Ho Ching, yeah. Ho Ching. You go, What's girl. going on, Ho Ching? <laughs> <laughs> you had an argument last night with PM Lee or something, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, No, but, but I mean, that's true also, like, in the sense that, um, I mean, I hope that the, they still release the numbers. But but maybe not announce them via WhatsApp or everything to everyone. Nah. But I think in this in situations like this, actually having more data is does does help curb the conspiracy theorists a little bit, lah, right? Um I guess so, but it data in a way that 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 is not confusing. Because for example, mm. right, like it, this morning, okay, so yesterday, 8th September, it read um Okay, let's see. Yeah. So, 7 September, 8 September, the format was the, the for the gov.sg messages. As of 7 mm. September, there are 30 persons infected with COVID-19 who are seriously ill. 24 require oxygen supplementation and 6 are in ICU. As of 7 September, 12 p.m., there are 328 new locally transmitted cases. Mm. But today, right, the message, I think they've changed the format. Mm. As of 8 September, 12 p.m., there are 664 COVID-19 cases currently warded in hospitals. Mm. 23 cases require oxygen supplementation and 6 in the ICU. Mm. So, when I read this this morning, you know, you only see the pop-up of the first two lines, right? Yep. My eyes immediately went to 664. And I was like, oh, yeah. fuck! We've gone from 300 cases to 664. Yeah. But then when I open up, further down, it says there's a total of 349 cases. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm yeah. all for more information. But when you present it like that, right? Mm. Uh, I don't think that's the best idea, lah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, how they arrange information is very important. Uh, like, 
Right? Yeah. What, whatever the, the first number probably is the one that sticks on people's minds. Huh? Exactly. Right? It went from 30 to 664. No? Of course, yeah. you read it, then you're like, oh, wait. It's yeah. not exactly the same thing. But if you want to change format, right? This is also something you, you guys, people yeah. are, are getting tense. Yeah, right? yeah, people yeah. are people like in, you, we know in the performing industry, they're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. People in the fitness training industry, like my girlfriend, they, they also are like, okay, as a studio, are we going to have to go back to live stream? Which mm. which is tough. Like, and the uncertainty is a bit, it's a bit scary, man. Yeah. So, so like, uh, I think Kelvin Cheng also responded to MOH. On the, mm. as a commenter on the Facebook he said like I said the era of linking cases is over glad that MOH agrees let's live with the virus yeah mm. so, wow, so it's Kelvin Cheng and MOH versus Ho Ching uh. versus Ho Ching and whoever la, yeah but I mean the the the, the thing is uh, there was also the announcement uh, I think yesterday that Germany and Singapore uh, specifically are moving away from tying restrictions to COVID-19 case counts uh. so Apparently in Germany, it was based on the number of uh, cases per 100,000 people. Um, mm. And, and, and the, then the number of uh, the restrictions got tighter and tighter as more. So, but but the, <laughs> I guess the thing about Germany, again, because Singapore is a city and Germany is a big country with countryside and everything, right? That even at the, the, the tightest restriction from like where there are 50 cases per 100,000 people, right? They mm. still allow public gatherings of up to 10 people, you know? So, uh, and restaurants are forced to close at 11 p.m. You know, whereas Singapore is like 10.30 p.m. Okay, that's it. 10.20 p.m. They start packing a table already. Uh. And, and, and for yeah. us, private gatherings is is still five people, uh, regardless of how many cases there, there are. Yeah, and, and I mean, I don't know about the music restriction. La. Oh, yeah. You can't, you, can't stop, you can't stop the Germans from listening to their, their David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Uh. They need a David yeah, exactly. Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. So, I don't know. Like I think it's it's in, uh, interesting how the conversation is developing. But when you see articles about ivermectin, I think mm. it's the first time ivermectin or like Singaporeans buying ivermectin has made it to the news or at least that I've come across. Mm. It starts to feel like, oh shit, it's, it's creeping in. La. And it doesn't help that in Malaysia... Um, some public figures are also talking about using ivermectin. Same with Indonesia. I think in the Philippines, President Duterte has also been pushing for it to be regulated. Mm. So it just feels like, whoa. Uh, yeah, and so that's why I hope the comms by the government kind of gets everyone on the same page again. Like. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's some, I think there were some people who were saying that uh, the Monday's announcement by Lawrence Wong that he warned about maybe going back into a circuit breaker and everything. They kind of say that, yeah, lah, it was because Ong Yi Kung like went to, uh, he siam lah by going to Italy, such that he didn't have to oh. deliver this message. <laughs> and then, then Lawrence Wong kind of arrow to, to deliver this very unpleasant message to the population. While he was maskless and hanging out with people in Italy, lah, you know. He's like the group mate who just said, okay, uh, you take over, then he's like partying somewhere else. Yeah, right? yeah. And then over, over the weekend, they're like, hey, you know, Monday we got to announce that maybe we might go back to Circuit Breaker. Huh? And you're, ah. yeah, thanks, uh, Lawrence. Yeah, thanks, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> la. Sorry, sorry, Lawrence. If I was in Singapore, I could make the announcement, but sorry, I need to go to the Coliseum. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And then last time I read it, also, I saw someone, I don't know whether it's 100% real, uh, but they posted about their experience with COVID-19. Uh, similar mm. to what you you went through, uh, where you saw your girlfriend being taken away mm. to for quarantine, right? He, mm, I mean, this mm, person basically yeah. went through the experience of of uh yeah what what happened when one of their family members got uh 
was tested positive. Tested positive lah. Uh, literally uh. in that time waiting for the ambulance or, or waiting for the vehicle to come and pick them up and stuff like that they they went step by step and, and really just listed out everything uh, and um and basically the, the basic point was there was a lot of uh paranoia about about the person and and and, mm. and friends and family who were contacted were also very paranoid and, and everything so they're saying if we all if if we all meaning our health system ourselves uh, and anybody who comes in contact with you, if, if we all continue to be so scared and paranoid of COVID nineteen, how can we ever possibly learn to live with it, like, You know, yeah. Because uh, they were like, I mean, very funny things where they were given like they were literally issued PPE so that they could go into the person's room to help him take his pack his belongings and stuff like that, no? So um oh yeah they're saying it, that's not what you do when someone has a common flu or what right you just as in the family members were given PPE yeah 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 to oh, to, to, to come and go in his room and pack his shit and all that uh. so I'm just like yeah it's, it was almost like oh radioactive like that the person becomes radioactive the moment he has the he has COVID nineteen or what lah but um but yeah but the 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 funny things on Reddit people there were a lot of skeptics also. Uh, people who didn't mm. believe that this was a real a real post or a real thing. So, so some of the comments were like, uh, hey, thanks for writing about your experience, Lawrence. You know, just to mm. just to say that the I only see. the only person <laughs> who could possibly be still trying to stoke fear about COVID right now is Lawrence Wong. Uh. Um, Lawrence Wong. Uh. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's That's why I feel like, yeah, like everything is just uh, quite a mess right now in terms of the, 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 the understanding of where we are at in terms of our fight against COVID, lah, right? Yeah, there's no concerted uh, philosophy about, okay, yo, everyone, we need to be on the same page. Yeah. Right? Some yeah. people, like, and public figures like Ho Ching who are questioning MOH's direction, then Lawrence Wong and Ong Kong having their difference in opinion. Yeah. Wow. And, and like what you said, I think it's true. If, if say, that post uh, uh, is accurate and it actually happened, you can imagine the family putting on the PPE. Mm. Even if they didn't think that if they thought, okay, we can live with the virus, you put on a PPE in your mind psychologically, you're like, hey, fuck, this is this is something serious. Uh. It's, it's like, you know, deal, when, yeah. yeah, it's when kids grow up in Singapore and I hope what used to happen and doesn't happen any longer, they use the Apu Nene thread, uh, you know? Wait, wait, like, wait, wait, let me let me just reset my head. Uh. I wasn't, I didn't, <laughs> I, I left my racial, my racial lens downstairs or something. Let me, you have to take on the filter. Give me a minute going put on the racial lens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, racial lens on. Go fire away. No, no. I would assume that you know when you hear stories of people threatening their kids that if they are naughty, the apu nene will come. Yes. What yes. What does it have a chance of of instilling in the children? Uh, that the apu nene Fear, is yeah. is scary la. Yeah. So when you grow up and you meet fellow like apu nenes in your vicinity, uh. you would be. It's meant to stoke fear la. and oh. and. So that's what I mean. Like, I see. You, okay, okay. You keep telling people that, okay, first of all, I'm using apunene because it is a term that actually has been used. Uh, Let me say dark-skinned individuals. Okay. The dark-skinned individuals around you as a ch- as a kid means it's not the safest. You will grow up probably with a mindset like that. Mm. Same with COVID. So COVID mm. and apunene have a lot of similarities. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. COVID will come and catch you also uh, if you're yeah. not careful. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll be telling our kids COVID, next time. Yeah, right? Exactly. COVID, uh, COVID will come and catch you. Uh. COVID will come and catch I guess you. That's, uh. the, <laughs> that's still better than Apune. You don't go out. Uh, yeah, when yeah, the COVID yeah. will catch you. COVID catch you. Okay. okay. COVID will catch you. Can, can I take off wow. my racial lens and you put it on? Or, or it's no, still uh, ongoing? <laughs> I, think, I think you can take it off. Uh, you can take it off. 
yeah, I mean, I get what you mean, lah. Yeah, It's the the more you keep talking about it and and keep like reinforcing the 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 fear, it, it will it will be harder and harder to convince people otherwise, lah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you look like like I think you mentioned in the previous podcast, you look at things like uh yeah the Premier League games or like where you see crowds gathering, yeah, it might set off a bit of alarm. You're like, wait, shit, can we still do this? But in some way, it also normalizes it, mm. which if we really want to move forward and, and stay open and live with a disease, well, it feels like that that has some merit, lah, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, oh. Lama. Don't know I guess now the only thing we can do as citizens is still be, of course, still be responsible. Mm. Don't fucking take like any drugs that you hear of just based on hearsay. Um, mm. I still trust what the HSA, the Health uh, uh, Authority in Singapore says, but it's just, yeah, we need to stay calm, mm. don't freak out, mm. and just wait for wait updates, lah. I mean, the hope <sighs> that since we're all vaccinated already, that 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 yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That, that, that there's no new variant or what that we have to be be worried about, lah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Famous, famous last words. Mm. Famous last words. <laughs> this will be a time capsule that people listen to in six months. They're like, look at these two fucking morons. They <laughs> still had hope. They yeah. still had hope. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Still can talk about mm. wow, link COVID-19 to... to nene, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God man. damn. But yeah, that yeah was uh, essentially the the misinformation. I mean, a lot. We were just talking a lot about the the, 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 the slightly messy... Uh, information and also misinformation out there about COVID, mm. but uh, mm. not just in that space. I think even in the F and B space, there there are there are these kind of things going on, misinformation, and mm. uh, very very messy things going on. What is this second yeah. story we're talking about? Eh? The second very drama story, but fucking interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's this there's this stall uh, called Mentaya. There's a franchise lah, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which serves like I think. Donburi bowls and all that, uh, like salmon, mentai, mentai don, chicken katsu don, and they have a few outlets lah. Um, and then the uh, on on twenty fifth July twenty twenty one, the mentai ya owner mm. uh, at Sengkang received some complaints lah mm. uh, via Facebook about how you know just like I told the female cashier that I wanted two spicy salmon and the rest of the stuff I shown the receipt, but I only got one and I had to wait ten plus ten minutes and then when it's ready, no one told us mm. um, and. The interesting thing is that that and that and I think following complaints kicked off an investigation undertaken by the owner of Mentaya um, that unveiled mm. that, that those comments or those feedback um, they were getting similar comments for other Mentaya outlets lah. Mm. And then they went down the wormhole of like checking the identity of the person. At uh, who's tied, who was tied to the Payla account that they had to refund to, and then they found a bigger conspiracy, a bigger mm. syndicate. Yeah, and what yeah. is what is that? Terence? I feel that's really right up your your interest earlier. Well, they found that it was uh, a lot of these like uh, poor reviews and bad accounts were linked to the same uh, uh, person, and that this person worked. At another F and B outlet at Ishiro, right? Ishiro, right? Mm, and Ishiro. Uh, yeah, and had been giving bad reviews not only to Mentaya but a lot of other F and B establishments as well, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, and 
And I mean, it was interesting because this one article by this, at this website, foodieking.sg, literally shows screenshots of the work done by the Mentaya owner that involve spreadsheets and matrices yeah. uh, about the list of stalls uh, on the x-axis, on the y-axis, compared to the negative reviews given by certain accounts on the x-axis. And there's a table that says yes and no, and it's fucking comprehensive, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just, it just felt like, whoa, shit, this is investigative journalism to the max. And I think they have actually gotten support from the public, uh, at least the people who have been reading it, and and lifted the lid on the apparently unsavory practices by Ishiro. Mm, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I mean yeah. the 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 whole thing reads almost like a like something that you know like a Siashi expose of a of, of something. Mm. Remember how she used to go after like gush cloud and everything. Gush cloud and all. Yeah, but this yeah. this is also to that level. Uh, there are spreadsheets and charts and stuff. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and and essentially there were these two characters, uh, Dean Go and Eunice la. And and why it's so interesting is because. The owners of Mantaya, they literally looked at the Pela account. They found Eunice. They looked at the employee of uh, employees of Ishiro, and there was another Eunice. And then they compared the CCTV footage of what they recorded, and then the actual person, and they found similarities. And then they isolated the the Dean Go, who is own the owner of a few Ishiros. And then so there's been been these individuals uh, singled out like, And Ishiro mm. actually posted an apology. Mm. Um, that kind of very sorry, not sorry, kind of uh, clear. Try to clear their name lah, but it just mm. sounded like shit lah. Yeah, yeah. Um, why, 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 why sounded like shit? Eh? Because uh, so it reads: We have received many allegations regarding our company intending to defame another competitor, and would like to address the issue and other issues here. Mm. What started the said employee's first Google review about Mantaya was your unsatisfactory service and blah blah blah. Uh, there was no intention of defaming them. He was a paying customer who is laying staying nearby. That sounds okay, but the mm. second part, regarding our staffs reviewing their own workplace, because on top of defaming Mantaya, mm. um, the accounts, there were a number of positive reviews of Ishiro that were also tied to employees of Ishiro. So it's own mm. self praise, own self. Yeah. And yeah. then this guy said, regarding our staffs reviewing their own workplace, it was just to give a little rating boost up on the Google profile. In fact, Mantaya themselves have done it, so there's nothing wrong. Mm. Yeah. So, so... So then he goes on to also say like, you know, Mantaya digging out our female employees' photos and publishing her and defaming her. Mm. Um, how ethical is that? Even though they did conceal the face, okay, the name, yeah, la, that one on Mantaya's part also is like doxing. Mm. Yeah, correct. But actually, I mean, um, to be fair, right, like, 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 um, let's say like the student, when there's a trace, when there's the, what was it called? The Total Defense app. It was out there, right? What what? SG secure. SG secure, yeah. Weren't all like uh, NS 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 boys, NSF boys, made to download the app, and onto their phones, right? And then mm. isn't that like also just sort of like padding your the acceptance or the download rate of your of your app, on onto their people on people's private phones, right? Mm, mm. So so if, if you know if big organizations like the SAF or, or whatever do this kind of thing already. Why 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 are we so you know like um is it really that bad for uh you know FMB establishment to to want to 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 you know put themselves out there by by also giving reviews of other restaurants? Like maybe maybe I mean for all we know, I mean yeah, they the customer service is a very subjective thing also, right? It's a he say she say kind of thing. For all you mm-hmm. know, maybe really like there is someone from 
who works at a restaurant who who because of they work in that line they also have much higher standards for for FMB service and stuff lah. And then they come mm. forward and, and say this my experience was really shitty and everything lah. Is that not mm. possible? I mean, I guess I guess that is possible. I guess the what is tricky is that yeah, if you want to rate your own self, you want to stroke your own ego like last mm. time uh, you know, if we were to sit down and watch our YouTube videos a thousand times mm. um, and you praise your own self, that's one thing. But I think coupled with the fact that it seems quite clear there's an association between the negative comments of another outlet, mm. then it feels a bit like, okay, now you want to praise yourself, fine, but you don't shit on other people. Like, it's like, so Mindev, they told all their NS men to download it and then they say, okay, you go all leave negative reviews on the Malaysian uh, uh, security app. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Uh, so that is, I think, the the tricky part, lah. Because, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I guess it's just that's why this didn't really make the mainstream news. It was found on like Reddit and stuff. But yeah. it's just interesting because some people have also said that okay, you know, FMB industries have been fucked the whole of last year and a half. Mm. So, mm. like, if they are having to take measures like this, not to say that it is it is it should be condoned and all that, but mm. well, it is desperate times, lah. You know. Yeah. It's basically like if you look at, at things as a as a zero sum game, like, right? If they get more customers, mm. we get less. Uh, you know, as opposed to if if they get more customers, and then yeah, more people, you know, it's crowded. Then more people will spill over into our site and stuff like that. Or mm. just generally more foot traffic is better, like, right? Uh, yeah. But you know, maybe now, maybe now people will will, will patronize just to just to. I have the right to really review the food badly or anything. Because <laughs> I think they're getting mm. bombed with a lot of fake negative reviews right now. Ishiro, yeah, specifically. They are. Yeah. yeah. And it's so... I mean, the fake reviews are kind of funny. La. They were like, um, you know, like, the food is very salty here. Mm. You know, like, uh, must be the salt that they've been putting on other outlets also or something. And then some... Uh, there's, there's some comedy there. La. Yeah. So... And for some reason, I did. I don't know how this happened. If mm. you Google Ishiro, right, mm. on uh, Google, the description of the business, mm. Ishiro Rice Bowl says cemetery in Singapore and Ishiro Bidok says funeral home. Oh my goodness. So, I, I think because if you don't claim the Google... <laughs> the Google account of the, your yeah. business, people yeah. have, have, have room to... to uh, Edit it like, and the Google reviews are coming in, man. At the yeah. start of this podcast, there was eighty four. Now there's ninety one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're getting a lot. So of, people uh, are just spamming star, like yeah, one and a half star, two star reviews, uh, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, it's 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 just well, like, I mean, I guess in some way it is definitely a goofy topic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, unlike previous topics we have spoken about in the second half of the podcast, which sometimes can be a little somber. Mm. This one is just, you look at it, you're like, mm. wow. It's yeah. just, it's, at least it's not COVID related. La. Yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely drama. La. Drama in the FMB. Yeah, it's drama. La. It's salty space. drama. La. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's, it's quite, it's drama. just quite, um, it's quite funny, like, and I think a lot of people are saying that, like, yeah, like, it's it's basically he got exposed, that the owner of Ishiro got exposed by his payla, his payla number mm. and everything, like. So, you know, everything we talk about, um, cashless payments and everything. At the end of the day, yeah, like, cashless payments means you are leaving a digital footprint behind, no? 
and then you don't exactly. even you don't even need to be a police or a special detective or a hacker or anything to to really like dig up some information about you lah. And that's yeah. that's why I mean, I'm like I'm that's why I'm all for like still like, sticking to cash also lah. To be honest, <laughs> I mean the digital footprint. I think we got we the, as a country we got a glimpse of the impact of a digital footprint way back last year when I think COVID was first spreading amongst the KTVs mm. and the people or the, <laughs> no, no, the no, red no. light district. Yeah, red light district. Yeah. Red light district. Then the people were summoned based on their trace together lah, and you can yeah. be pretty sure that their visit to the red light district was not something they like put in their calendar or told yeah. their friends, hey guys, you know, I'm just going to pop by Gilang later tonight. Yeah. And the descriptions, you remember, remember the, those days when the descriptions of each case, where they went and what they did and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, then you're <laughs> like, true. wait, wait, this, this, this patient went from Orchard, took a taxi to Gilang, then took a taxi back to Orchard again, then back to Gilang <laughs> one more time. You're like, hmm. Where do we eat durian? Yeah, I wonder where why. Where do we eat durian? <laughs> where do we eat durian? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, the digital footprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah lah, it's uh, yeah, it's just another warning to don't play play when it comes to this kind of thing lah. You know, just try and try and play the play the play the right game lah. Play the fair game lah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Exactly, funny. But yeah, so uh, that brings us speaking of funny brings us to the segment of the one short comment. Uh, what has been your yes. one short comment this couple of days? Uh, my one short comment a couple of days was something that was posted on um, our podcast on Joe Rogan, episode 202 mm. by Mark W. Jacob. Um, and the, as much as like we get really thought-provoking posts on, on Reddit and all, sometimes it's just heartwarming posts that make me feel all mm. warm inside. Like, and this mm. one, um, the, the comment was just going to step aside the more intellectual pressing news stories but just want to congratulate you guys on another great podcast and a growing channel mm. and then he went on to say like um, didn't realize how fast it's growing until he found out we are sponsored by Manscaped because I used to recommend Mark Rebier as my one show thing many times mm. um, and yeah he's Manscaped also sponsors him so being in that that realm of, of same mentions was is quite was quite a nice thing for him to to point out and and just the recognition that we have grown like and honestly nowadays I think about the fact that this thing that we started last year we we are get literally get reaching thousands of people each week it fucking blows my mind uh. and yeah. I know last time when I wa- used to watch YouTubers say you know thanking the fans you know I wouldn't be here because of you I always think oh, yeah, you're just you're just sh- shelling it like you're just yeah. stoking, stroking it you go but now I genuinely feel that yeah. and I think like it's something that we haven't really felt all these years of creating on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, this this community that wow, it's like it's like a constant converse, converse, conversation, and it's fucking I fucking love this shit, and like just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has helped us grow this fast, Yeah, yeah, and 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 um, yeah, I mean it just uh, I, I especially during this COVID period, like, I feel like you know where we really don't get to travel. To me, travel is like the cheat code to to education, right? To learning a lot about the world and and people who live in different circumstances from us and everything. Uh, mm. And not having this education for the past two years has can lead to an atrophy of the mind, you know, being open-minded. Then to me, it's very important to be open-minded to learning new things and all that. So when I read like this comment by like designer underscore year underscore 5884 uh, two days ago, uh, on the on our last podcast about about um, Singapore being the most fatigued country in the world, right? Um, mm. This this person, I mean, it just gives the tells us the experience as a PR who grew up in a neighboring Southeast Asia country and moved to Singapore for study and work. 
Uh, and so this person vouchers for Singaporeans being extremely hardworking. Uh. So, you know, mm. it, it's, 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 it's very interesting for me to hear this perspective because I've always heard like, uh, yeah, you know, Singaporeans are very coddled, lot, very lazy and things like that. And I know I'd rather hire you know someone from a neighboring country who is hungrier and works harder and, and all this kind of thing. But but it, that's what we think about ourselves as as a as a group also la. But maybe other people can tell us otherwise la, You know, and that perspective mm. is very important. And, and this person also just says yeah la, In in their opinion, Singaporeans are trained to be extremely competitive since a very young age la, You know, uh, and, mm. and and it extends all the way to your to the number of hours that you work a week. You know, when you're an adult and and. And and yeah, it compares to the mindset of that of his colleagues, his or her colleagues in Europe, where where basically they just try and finish their work for the day and then they, they check out already, like, You know, well, mm. for Singaporeans, it's checking out is not really an option, lah, Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, it's it's uh it's very valuable to me when when these people come forward and and post these kind of things. They're not necessarily trying to to start a you know start a conversation or debate or anything, but just sharing their opinion and their perspective on things um, that if it, from from an outsider of Singapore and just looking in at us and, and, and hearing us talk about it for an hour and then after that giving their opinion, right? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And even last time, you know, when we spoke about the, the Suez Canal and literally someone who spends a lot of his life on a ship kind of gave us his input mm. when we talked about the hawker uh, issues with hawker and UNESCO yeah. and we got an actual hawker DM us on Instagram. Mm. It's fucking great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there was also that thing that that there's no such thing as putting someone up on a mantle, you know, Harish. Oh yeah, yeah. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping uh, we would uh, skip past that. Yeah. But yeah. since you mentioned it, yeah. since you mentioned it. I think it, maybe we can give a special shout out to that comment. <laughs> You just fucking love it when people point out something wrong I say, right? No, I mean, I also learn. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? You know, so sensitive. What la. was it? Uh? Basically, what? George Licor- underscore Licorice um, talking about <laughs> when I said Joe Rogan was was Harish's man crush and Harish, yeah, you can't always put them out on a the mantle. Then I was like, huh? What do we put on a mantle? I say you? that, la, right? Yeah, you mean pedestal, right? <laughs> and then uh, Harish, no, a mantle also can, right? But but yeah la, Since we talk about mentaya, maybe it's a good time to just talk about mental also la, right? When, where basically, uh. mental is like um, you know, like it's that thing that that Batman wears la, right? Like almost like the the cloak ish kind of thing la. So it's mm. a mental, uh, Batman's mental. So I hand over the mental to you. It's like pass, I pass you, passing the torch to you. But when you mm. want to say someone's elevated up, it's uh, he's on a pedestal la, not a mental la, Yeah. I mean, he's take, he's taking on the mantle of uh the people who have spread information over the centuries, lah. Yeah, la, yeah, la, But you, you can't get put, my understanding. You can't put oh. the person up on the mantle, la, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I appreciate that that someone managed to 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 give us the correct uh use of the of the word, yeah. And I just realized there was a comment in response to that that said, you know, very simply, thank you. And who posted that comment? <laughs> Terence. <laughs> Exactly, you know. I, I walk. I'm. I'm talking the walk, right? I literally thanked him in pers- myself personally two days ago. Wait, fuck! You got upvoted. Did he upvote you? Last kid. I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> okay, lah. Stand corrected. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Put yeah, people yeah. up on a pedestal. All right. Cool. I appreciate it. So mental is used for what? For man crush. You put your man crush on a mental. Uh, okay, can. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so now George, uh, let, let me practice lah. Okay, George uh, underscore licorice has taken on the mantle of, uh, or you have passed on the mantle of, uh, of correcting me to George underscore licorice. Oh yeah lah, the the language uh, language Nazi. I have passed on the yeah, mantle language to Nazi. George. Now you're just like the language Nazi mentor lah. When other people correct me, you're like, yes, good job. Add a boy, good job. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Good job. Good job. Fucking hell. <laughs> But yes. Um, cool. All right. Now, what is your oh, one, sh- one shot thing? Yes, one shot thing. Mm. Yeah. What is your one uh, shot thing? My, my one shot thing is a is a web series I recently discovered has been done by Vice. It's it's just a playlist on their channel called mm. Informer, where mm. they have this person sit in the middle of a room and don a mask and they alter the person's voice, but. It's just people who have very interesting experiences. Uh, the one I watched was uh, titled Drugs, Sex and Death on Billionaires Mega Yachts. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the guy is... So, of course, when you watch this, part of me is like, okay, like, um, yeah, I know it's anonymous and, and it's insights of people who have these experiences, but it's hard to verify that these are actually, truly 100% accurate. But I just thought it was interesting because I love content that lifts the lid on a certain part of society or culture that we never get access to. Like, and this video is like five, six minutes and basically yeah, he's a deckhand on a billionaire super yacht and he just talked about, yeah, you know, like um, our role there is with all the guests. It's almost like a universe with its own rules like, on this yacht because it's in international waters and sometimes there's there's a death or sometimes mm. uh, there's sexual harassment or a rape and it's all part of the culture. Like. So it's very kind of like, when well, you hear it, you're like, oh, fuck. But the whole series is yeah, the horrors of being a Facebook moderator, um, the ex-banker on cocaine binges and 600k bonuses. So it's just short videos that gives you a, a little peek into the alleged doings of people who who have interesting lives la, or less or non-conventional lives. La. Non-conventional lives. Yeah. yeah. As in, can, can you give a bit more, a bit more uh, uh, detail about what, what you mean? I mean, like a uh, North Korean defector. Oh, okay. The title I escaped North Korea twice. Mm. Um, the dark side of being an escort. A former drug kingpin shares his secrets. So you mm. never see these people be interviewed by mothership or something, like, Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Eh, well, yeah, yeah. Not not mothership, lah. Right? But maybe, maybe rice, maybe rice vice, media or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I just thought, yeah, it's interesting. And like, um, you know, you can read long form articles. You can buy a book. But this one, it's a, it's a short video. But of course, you have to take it with a pinch of salt, lah, because they don't actually verify the facts of this, because the person's anonymous, lah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And cool, what is cool. your one short thing? Uh, my one short thing is that the Matrix Resurrections, uh, the the trailer, the teaser trailer for the movie, has launched, mm. uh, right? Um. Mm. I oh wait I I not I think it's it's the te- there's a teaser out already la, but I think the full trailer hasn't hasn't uh come out yet it's it's only coming out later uh this evening this evening our mm. time yeah so it might be it, it's it's uh I, I just want I haven't seen it myself but it's a very big deal la, for people who grew up as teenagers in the nineties and then two thousands. Uh, because the mm. Matrix really was like the, I think it really brought that okay, that great. concept of yeah yeah it really mm. brought the concept of a, uh, uh you know a, another plane of consciousness another dimension another 
living and other thing. It really brought that to the mainstream, right? Before that, I think it was more, you know, there was an anime goes in the shell and stuff like that. But but the Matrix, just everything about the Matrix just came together to make it a, such a huge smash hit around the world, and 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 basically, uh, yeah, like it was like the almost like the the Star Wars of of that era, right? Matrix mm, one, two, three. Mm. Yeah, people really, really, really uh, into that whole story, and it you know defined the whole a whole the pop culture of a whole generation, and and make Keanu Reeves Keanu Reeves lah. Like back then, Keanu mm. Reeves was like uh. He was like, you know, he did speed in like the uh, like mid nineties, and he was seen as like, you know, a poster boy, good looking dude, action star here and there. But the Matrix mm. brought him to god level, uh, right? Basically, mm. and now now you see memes of Keanu Reeves and how he's the nicest uh, celebrity in the world. But yeah, this was what launched it, lah. So it's um yeah, it's just even the camera techniques, right? Even yeah, the camera yeah, techniques bullet the time. Matrix. Just hearing the word yeah. bullet time was from the first Matrix, uh, and then. And just yeah, just just so many things about it like pervaded our pop culture that I feel like like wow, it's such a um, throwback, right? To to twenty years later, be seeing a trailer for a new Matrix movie coming out soon. And is it by, done by those two same directors? Yeah, yeah, the Wachowskis, huh? yeah. Except they yeah, are yeah, they they are very different now, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they went from the Wachowski brothers to the Wachowski sisters. sisters yes, yes, correct. Why you laugh? Huh? Yeah, Why you so- laugh? Why you laugh? Why you laugh? No, I'm just saying that it's laughter of happiness, oh. you know, that they found, found, um, yeah, la, that they have the gone down their path. Don't try and fucking, yeah, don't try and fucking corner me. I yeah. heard huh? chuckle. Okay. I heard chuckle. I will, I'm going to call you out. Call, call it out, SG. You, so you're going to, you're going to ascribe emotion to my chuckle, is it? Yeah, of course. La. Chuckle is a chuckle. La. Uh no no no! Some people chuckle, and many times, some people when they find out they the like uh they they the you know, like when they are, uh, how you say, when they're going through so much shit in their life to the point they cannot go through any more shit, something shitty happens, they chuckle. Yeah. Is that a happy chuckle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, ah, it's okay. Ah. Yeah, don't, don't get so defensive. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Really. But okay, yeah, now yeah. you chuckle Nazi. Now you're a chuckle Nazi, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ascribe a lot of emotions Nazi to basket. chuckles. But yeah, yeah, take the red pill or the blue pill. The choice is yours. Cool, man. Yep. All right. Awesome. Uh, that's all. That's all for today. Anything? Any final words? Uh, no, man. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll talk to y'all soon.